Hello everyone, we're thinking about the subject of faith and this is part four and we're reading today in Second Peter chapter one. God's divine power has given us unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. I remember hearing of some Christian missionaries a long time ago, who believed that they were pioneers as they made their way to one of the remotest tribes on earth. However, when they began to speak to those people about the Lord Jesus and the message of God's love to them, they said, he's been here. Feeling rather bewildered, they began to inquire what these people meant. And when it, and when it was that they thought that they had seen the Lord, when they discovered uh, was that a missionary had come and lived amongst them and had so conducted himself with kindness and patience and genuine love that they thought he must have been the Lord Jesus himself. Salvation and our faith should never be viewed as a ticket to heaven. Neither is it the forgiveness of my sins alone. That which God does in the heart of a real Christian is truly beautiful. And in the word that Peter uses so often in his letters, precious. It is indeed a precious work. Had we read the whole section from which we've just taken a verse or two, we would have seen that actually God's divine power is at work in our lives, giving us everything we need to live a life of godliness and that is through the knowledge of himself. It is intended that we should be evidencing by the lives we live the very divine nature which we've become partakers of. Wow! That puts such a different light upon faith, my salvation and how I should be behaving, doesn't it? God has called us because of his own glory and virtue, to a virtuous life and ultimately to eternal glory. In view of this, we're, we are to provide in our faith, not like building one on top of another, but in our faith, virtue, moral courage, in other words. And in our moral courage or virtue, knowledge. And in our knowledge, Temperance, self-control, self-discipline. And in our temperance, patience. And in our patience, godliness, godlikeness, if you like. And in our godliness, brotherly kindness, loving other Christians, in other words. In a practical way, as well as in a technical way. And in our brotherly kindness, love without restriction the very agape love of God, which has been shed abroad in our hearts. The Apostle Peter goes on to say this, For 
if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you are neither idle nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he says, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. That is sure to you. There's no doubt about it in God's mind. When a person is truly saved, the Lord knows them that are his. But make it sure in my own soul. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. So what glory there is for God, what blessing there is for others, what assurance there is for my own soul, and what an abundant entrance into the Lord's everlasting kingdom I will experience when these things are true of my faith. May God challenge us all today as we consider afresh the reality of our salvation or perhaps even sadly the unreality. But in any event, may it be that God will speak in searching tones to every heart listening. And any who have never yet come into the good of God's salvation through total reliance upon what Jesus did for us at Calvary, may that be your experience this very day. God bless his word to you.